Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short, so glad to have you along with us today as we have a little bit of a heavier message than normal today, one that can bring us great blessing or one that can uh, cause us to bring perhaps repentance in our lives. We're talking that during this week before Christmas, or as Christmas coming up before long, what's the best thing you can give your child? There's a lot of talk in our culture about privilege. Do you have privilege because of your race? Do you have privilege because of your wealth? Do you have privilege because of where you grew up? And there's, with a lot of stress in our culture on equity, both equality and equity, equality would mean equal opportunity, equity would mean equal outcomes. There's a lot of talk about wanting to make everything equal with everybody, and uh, there's a political agenda behind it, no doubt about it, but I want to talk today about the ultimate privilege, the ultimate privilege that if you have received, you should be very grateful for. If you are giving, if you if you are a parent, you should want to give this ultimate privilege, and if you've not received it, what you can do about it. Let's jump right into the Scripture, and this comes from the Ten Commandments, and it's, a pro- it's something that God says in the the second commandment, he says this, you shall not worship them, false gods, idols, you shall not worship them, nor serve them. For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, inflicting the punishment of the fathers on the children, on the third and the fourth generations of those who hate me, but showing favor to those, to thousands of those who love me and keep my commandments. Now, a lot of skeptics, and people who've walked away from the faith, and people who deny God, they don't like this verse. They think it's unfair that they should suffer because of decisions made by parents, grandparents, great-grandparents to the third and fourth generation. They think somehow it's okay that, that uh, someone would hate God. This is what it says. They've gone after false idols. They've worshiped false gods. They've served false gods, and they hate the true God. And one of the ramifications of this is not only do they mess up their life, but they mess up the lives of those who come after them. I sometimes point this out to people who've grown up in a Christian home, and they've chosen to walk away from the faith, and they tell me, if there's a hell, I'm okay with it. I, they say they don't believe in God, they don't believe in hell, but if there's a hell, they're okay with it. And they, they say that boastfully, like I say, you can't really mean that. And sometimes to get their attention, I say, well, you know, are you okay with your children going there too? Because if you walk away from God, not only are you yourself, destining yourself, making a choice for yourself, you're making a choice for your kids. That does not mean your kids can't ever be saved, but it means you're setting a terrible example for them. It means you're going to make it more difficult for them to come to Christ. You're going to make it more difficult for them to get to heaven. You're going to raise them in a way that God says there's consequences. Again, in a radically individual culture that we live in that doesn't value family the way we should, we think that my decisions affect me and me only. I think the point I'm trying to make today is your decisions affect a lot more than just you, and they particularly affect your children. And so those people who've chosen to reject God, to serve false gods, to go after idols, to put themselves first, and to hate the Lord. This is the terminology it uses. Those who hate me, 
they're making decisions and choices that have ramifications upon their children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren. Folks, we don't want to do this. We don't want to do this. Your decisions matter. But I want to stress, you know, I'm a positive guy, and I believe that the Scripture, I believe better things about us, as it says in Hebrews. And I do believe better things about you if you tune into this live stream regularly, if you join us on this video regularly. I believe better things about you. And so I want to stress the last part, that God shows favor, showing favor to thousands, to those who love Him and keep His commandments. Brothers and sisters, that's the good news. God's favor, God's grace, God's blessing is upon the descendants to thousands, to thousands, to generation after generation of those who love him and keep his commandments. Indeed, I firmly believe that here, we here in the United States are continuing to reap blessing and benefit from those who founded our country, who came here to, to establish a, a nation, a new, to further the kingdom of God and establish a nation, a land that would honor God, that would grant, uh, that would be built on his commandments. And so I believe we continue to bless that, receive that blessing, although, as we know, more and more of it is fading away as generation after generation chooses to repudiate that and repudiate their love for God and go after false gods and not serve the Lord. But you and I are different. You and I are not of the generation that hates God. You and I are you and I are the people of God who no matter what goes on around us, no matter what others choose to do, you and I choose to love the Lord, to keep his commandments, to walk in his ways. And I want to say to you, this is the ultimate privilege you can give your children. This is the ultimate privilege you can give your children. This is more important than what schooling they go to. That's true. It's, it's the most important thing you can give them. It's more important than, than the nutrition you give them, as important as education and nutrition are. It's more important than the house you live in, the clothes they wear. The most important thing you can give them is to love God and to worship God and to honor God. And I might add the second commandment, to love them. As you and I keep the commandments of God to love Him and to love others, as we model that for our children, as we demonstrate love for God and love for others, a sacrificial life, demonstrating the principles and values that we believe in, that Jesus Christ taught us, and as we love them, truly love them, we're giving them a big big head start in the world today. They will have the wind they will be like a ship at sea with the wind filling their sails, the wind behind their back. Some kids, it's like they're having to swim upstream. They've been dealt a bad hand. They've been dealt a bad situation, and they're swimming upstream. But our kids are going to be having the wind behind their back. There's another scripture I'd like to share along this lines. It comes from Psalm 112. I have part of it on the screen, and part of it I'll just have to read from the scriptures. I didn't have time to get it up. Are you ready? What a great promise here. Let's look at Psalm 112. Praise the Lord. How blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who greatly delights in his commandments. His descendants will be mighty on earth. The generation of the upright will be blessed. What a tremendous promise. 
You want to give your children something? You want them, you want to give them the, uh, the greatest thing you can give them, the greatest gift you can give them? How about you give them what will make them mighty on earth? How about you give them something that will make them victorious people, something that will make them triumphant in life? And what is that? If you fear the Lord and keep his commandments, that will have a mighty effect upon your children. We've been to, we talked uh, two days ago, I believe it was, honoring your parents. Maybe it was yesterday. We talked about let them see you. Let them see you love God. Let them see you worship God. Let them see you in church participating in the worship, not standing there kind of dead, just watching everything. Let them see you participate. Let them see you volunteer. Let them see you make a difference. Let them see you be courageous. Let them see you do the work you do that is making a difference in the lives of others. Let them see you fear the Lord and keep his commandments. Indeed, that will make your children mighty on earth. What a tremendous blessing. What a tremendous thing to give a child. What a gift. Now, I might add, this is not something you get off your shopping list. This is not something you go, you know, like a present you give give one time and it's forgotten. Forgotten, you say? Yeah. Do you even remember what you what what you got for Christmas last year or what you gave to other people last year? You might, you might not. Do you remember two years back? Three? That we often stress out in our shopping. And I realize we want everything to be perfect and have the perfect gift. And it is an expression of love. And I'm not in any way denigrating it. But what I'm saying is that Christmas comes and goes. It's an important time, certainly. It's a, a family time. We want to build important traditions there. Absolutely. I'm not saying otherwise. But the greatest thing you can give your children is a consistent, ongoing, day by day, all year long, every day, fear God, keep his commandments, and your children will become mighty on earth. Now, you might say, wait a minute, it's too late. My children are already grown out of the house, and, and, and I didn't live this way. No, it's never too late. It's never too late. You may not be able to uh, realize the full potential of what could have been, but we serve a God who's bigger than our failures. We serve a God who's bigger than our problems. We serve a God who uh, uh, fresh starts. We serve a God who can take what is dead and make it alive. We serve a God who can open a Red Sea. We serve a God, his arm is not so short, he cannot save anybody. Never, ever, ever, ever give up and say it's too late to you, for you to affect your children. It's not. Now, it might take some greater grace, greater humility, and some real changes, but it's never too late. Let's read the rest of Psalm 112 if we could. His descendants will be mighty on earth. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches are in his house, and his righteousness endures forever. Light arises in darkness for the upright. He is gracious and compassionate and righteous. It is well with the man who is gracious and lends. He will maintain, he, God, will maintain his cause and judgment. He will never be shaken, for the righteous will be remembered forever. He will not fear evil tidings. His heart is steadfast, trusting in the Lord. His heart is upheld. He will not fear until he looks with satisfaction upon his adversaries. He is given freely to the poor. His righteousness endures forever, for, and, and for, his horn will be exalted in honor. And then I want to show you this verse. The wicked will see it and be vexed. 
He'll gnash his teeth and melt away. The desire of the wicked will perish. What a contrast. You fear the Lord. You walk in his ways. You and your descendants will be mighty. God will bless you. He might, he'll bless you in ways you might not expect. He'll let you rise up. He'll let light shine out of darkness for you. This is our God. Never stop claiming these promises. Never stop believing him. Even if you're in the time of darkness, light's coming. Keep holding on to the promise. Victory's coming. Don't give up. God is forming you. God is making, he's giving you perseverance. He's developing your character. Never, ever give up. But when that victory comes, you, it, it, some people won't be happy about it. Some people will be vexed. Some people, they want to see us fall. They want to see the righteous defeated. They want to see us suffer. This is the world. There are wicked people out there. Don't let their vexation get you down. Stand firm. Know who you serve. Know who your God is. We'll be tested in this. Know who your God is. Stand strong in him. Amen. Amen. Let's pray about it. Father in heaven, we bless you today with all of our heart. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Oh, God, give us a heart to fear you. Give us a heart to love you. Give us a heart to keep your commandments. Give us a heart, a life, Lord, to 24-7, to lift you up in our life. And we pray, Father, that as we do this, that the blessing of God would flow upon us. The blessing of your goodness would not only flow upon us, but it would flow upon our descendants to a thousand generations. How we pray for this, Father, your blessing would come upon our children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, generation after generation would honor and love you and would receive blessing from God. We ask this for our children. Protect them from all evil. Let your light shine upon them. Let light arise out of darkness for them. The difficulties they face, give them your victories, we pray. And we ask these things. And Father, I pray today for anyone here who has been raised, their their parents, their grandparents rejected you, hated you, served other gods, went other ways. And Lord, we know that's affected us. But we ask you, in the name of Jesus Christ, to break those curses, to break that negativity, to help us to be truly new creatures, to walk in your ways, and to, and to break that generational curse and to open up a brand new uh, channel of blessing that you, that, and a new creation that you're bringing about. Thank you for this. And we pray it in Jesus' name, by the power of his blood, by the power of his resurrection. We thank you, Jesus. You broke the chains of the evil one when you conquered sin and death in your death and your resurrection. We love you, bless you, and give you this day to walk in your ways. And in Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. I love the Word of God. I know you do too. If you've stuck with me this long, I know you love the Word of God. You find it meaningful in your life. So thanks for being here. I hope you come every single day. Every day the Word of God can bless you. Don't let it become boring to you. It's alive. Let it affect your life day by day. If you're new, a special welcome. I hope you will join us every day. You, even if you're just here for the next month or two, come here every day and see if it doesn't begin to really change your life. It will. And so subscribe to the channel, like the video, share with your friends, whether you come live at 8.30 in the morning or join us later in the day and watch the video or even listen to the podcast on the audio of this on the Apple, Spotify, or Google platform. Just search for Tom the Preacher. I love each one of you. God bless you. I'm so glad you're here with me. And we're praying for you. We're praying for you. 
Some of us, again, have come from a, a background where we're, we're newer in following the ways of God, or we've made terrible mistakes in the past. God is reshaping. He's made you a new creature. He's redoing new things. Never give up. Be strong. Be encouraged. God bless you. I love you, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.